Hey guys, welcome back to As Told by Moms. We are so excited to be here for this very special, 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 special episode. Um, This is episode six, and this episode is actually coming out on Lauren's 28th birthday. So we are so excited. Happy birthday, Lauren, on behalf of everybody, everybody here at As Told by Moms. (laughs) I am crying. Literally just me. (laughs) Just us. Just us. Um, yeah, so your birthday is essentially two days away from when we're recording this, but it's going to come out on your birthday. So let's just pretend like it's your birthday. That'd be cool. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, how are you feeling about turning 28? Ugh. It's so weird to say that I am now another year into my late 20s. (gasps) That's right. Late 20s is is what? 26 and on? I would say 27. Okay. Like three-year increments. Mm, okay. Um, It's disgusting. Like, <laughs> I am closer to 30 than I could have ever imagined as of right now. Wild. And, ugh, I want to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> well, ugh. getting older is actually, I feel like after, tw- like, 25 was my favorite age to turn. And then after that, I was really excited about turning 30. And I think it just gets better. You have to just embrace it. It's not going to go away. You're getting older. You're getting wiser. You're getting better looking. You know, like you're aging like fine wine, as our yeah, family sure. does. Um, have you seen our I, mom? I, I, yeah, she's she literally 62 she's, and she looks great. Um, she's she's going to be about right 62. Now. Yeah, she's going to be almost 62. Um. Yeah, 25 was a good year. That was the year I got engaged and the year I got married. And then everything went downhill from there. Stop it. It has not (laughs) gone downhill. Just kidding. Just (laughs) kidding. Um, I will say, um, have you ever seen Sex in the City, the movie? No. Wow. A moment of silence. I didn't really watch the series. I wasn't into it. A moment of silence for your womanhood. Sorry. Um, It's such a good movie. You need Mm. to watch it. Me. However, there is this um, part where Sarah Jessica Parker is speaking to Jennifer Hudson, Mm -hmm. who's her assistant in the movie. And she says, enjoy yourself. That's what your 20s are for. Your 30s are to learn the lessons. Mm. And your 40s are to pay for the drinks. Ooh, I like that. So that is the timeline that I'm basing my life on. We love to see it. That we do. That we do. Oh, my Um, gosh. How did you feel about having Daniel and Juan on the last episode? I got so much good feedback. The people love them. I know. It's really annoying how much they like them. It really is. (laughs) I'm I'm like, oh, you guys really like them because you don't know who they really are. Yeah. They're, like, so annoying. Um, I thought it was good, though. It was such a good episode. We talked about, you know, love languages and so many good things. And happy belated 10-year anniversary to you and Daniel. Thank you. Uh, 10-year anniversary was this past Monday, 12-12-12. Super exciting. A decade. I think a decade sounds like way more dramatic than like 10 years. You're just like, a decade. You know? Truly. Truly. Yeah. It's it's great. I'm... If this week wasn't such like a disaster in my life, I probably would have celebrated a little more. It's just been a really tough week. Um, but you know what? We're pushing through 
And we're excited for the holidays that are coming up. I'm excited to go to your house next week. Bless. Um, I'll be there for a few days, so I'm excited. I know it'll be we- more than just the 24 hours of last time. Ugh, we love to see it. it and we literally, literally saw each other like 10 days ago. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> and we saw each other for Thanksgiving. We've seen each other a lot this last few this weeks. Is, this is my favorite time of the year because <laughs> we see each other at least once a month. Yeah. Which makes it so nice. It is. And we saw each other in October when you were here for the wedding. And mm-hmm. then we saw each other in November for Thanksgiving and the holidays. And then in December for Christmas. I'm so excited. I know. It's going to be great. Um, Christmas, we are going to be recording the episode with our sisters, um, our other two sisters, which they are... They're coming for our throats. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. We've been talking a lot of smack this entire season about them. And they are coming. They're coming for us with they a are. vengeance. They are. So they are um, really excited to have their moment on the podcast to clear their names and to just <laughs> set the record straight, if you will. Um, if you guys um, have any questions for them, any questions about like, oh, our yeah. sister dynamic, anything that you want us to speak about on the podcast, you can send us an email at uh, moms at gmail.com yep. or send us a DM on Instagram or, you know, to our personals and just let us know whatever yeah, topics you fun. would like for us to cover. Yeah, that'd be fun. And I'll put that out there on our social media, too, because um, I think that'll be exciting to get questions from the people for Uh, our sisters so that episode we're going to record during christmas and then it's going to come out on december 30th so just keep an eye out we are nearing the end of this season which is wild um we usually do 10 episodes per season this is episode six that we're recording right now so it's dwindling it is dwindling it's been a journey Mm -hmm. but it's been so fun i feel like it went by so fast it did go by really fast we gotta start planning for season three um we're keeping the same co-host nothing is changing there um so yeah we got to start planning for it i'm so excited to the drawing board we go let's plan like a a weekend getaway or something to you know just podcast plan tell our husbands we gotta go somewhere for work and our creative juices um and then just like go away (laughs) that sounds phenomenal (laughs) it's for work technically i i am on board too bad we can't company expense it but it's fine we'll make it work yeah yeah we don't we don't have like a company like that to expense (laughs) it to um okay cool so let's jump into today's episode and we are going to stay in the vein of lauren's birthday and she is going to Go through a list of 28 things that life lessons, if you will, um, for 2028. So we're going to just hit them kind of quickly and then just chat on them really quickly and then go from there. Sounds good. All right. We are honing in, coming in hot at number one. It says, or I have, I've actually wrote these out myself. Okay. Um, it says, you've got to have time to have fun, but first focus on building yourself financially, physically, and mentally. Mm. This so is tell true. Me your, tell me your thoughts. At 28, did you feel like you had a good mental, physical, financial grasp on who you were as a person? Okay. Let me do some quick math. I'm 36. How many years ago was I 28? Eight years ago? Let's see. 
Not... Yes, eight, eight years okay. ago. So eight years ago, where was I? I was married already for the second time. I um, what year to was put that? it in your perspective, 2014. Oh, okay. So I didn't even have Jackson yet. Daniel and I were living our best lives with one kid um, who we had Monday through Friday. We had our weekends to ourselves. We were living in Florida in an apartment. Um, no, we were probably not. That was year two of marriage, which was hell. Um, it was a lot to... I feel like all the beginning years of marriage are super hard just because like you're learning that person, you are learning to live with them and just working out all the kinks. So I think, no, I did not have crap together um, at 28. I was on my second marriage, like I said, and just trying to figure things out. So no, (laughs) I cannot relate. isn't Isn't it so crazy how like, different everybody's journey like it really takes you back to that place in your life where you're trying to think like oh wow like this is this is what was happening during that time it's very introspective yeah um I will say you know obviously everybody's always a work in progress um the financial is something that you know we're constantly working towards we want to level up we want to be better um the physical she's a little chunky but she, (laughs) she she could use some work um the mental she's Chef's kiss. She's doing real good. Yes. Okay. She's therapy. doing real good. Okay. Therapy. Therapy, therapy is coming through. We love okay. to see it. Um. So number two, your choice of relationship partner is one of the main sources of your success, joy, and tranquility. Yes, I do agree with that. Um. Yes, I do think that the person that you're with will determine those things for you because that is a extension of you. You know, that is what what you feel, they will feel. And I, I love this, I guess it's like a quote kind of thing, but they always say like the woman is the thermostat of the house. And I feel like the man is also very much plays into that too, you know? So like if I'm hot, you're essentially going to be hot. If I'm cold, you're essentially going to be cold, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I do think that the right partner will um, bring all those things to you. So, yeah, I yeah. agree with that one. And I definitely have to preface that, like, your partner is not the only source of these things. For sure. Your partner is one of the main sources of these things. And having a good partner will allow you to collaborate and be able to give yourself these things personally. Yeah. For sure. Number three, good friendships are priceless treasures. Yes. Um, friendships are funny. Friendships They're are so finicky, right? They are finicky only because like there's a lot of seasonal friendships. There's a lot of um, like lifetime ride or die. Like I know that there's people in my life right now that – if I haven't spoken to them in three months, I could call them and it would be like nothing has changed like I spoke to them last week. There's people that I see occasionally that it's like, oh, man, like it's really nice to see them. But I don't interact with them on like a weekly basis, monthly basis. It's just like, a you know, once in a while. Um, and then there's just those like lifetime people that at the end of the day, like in the place that I'm at in my life, I... I don't feel like I'm going to start any new friendships. And if I if I do, I'll be very surprised. But I don't I don't see myself starting now at 36 lifetime friendships. 
Yeah, so if they're not already your, there, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you have your core people already. And I guess now, like, the reason why I put this life lesson on there is that, you know, over the course of the last few years, like, from college and adulthood and, mm-hmm. you know, even dealing with friendships that I maintained from, like, middle school, mm-hmm. high school, things like that, um, you know, the good friendships are the ones that you're – like you said, like not able to speak for a few months and then you call them, pick up right where you left off, yeah. nothing has changed, et cetera. And so that is that has been a lesson for me. And the people that I have those relationships with, like you guys know who you are. You're always there for me in a time where I need you the most. And if I'm in Target and grocery shopping and whatever, you know, I put my AirPods on and that's when I do a lot of my calling time mm-hmm. um, because I, it's just me. Like, I like to be able to have that kind of communication with them. Um, number four, if I could tattoo number four on my forehead. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I would. It is okay to be alone if you need to recharge. A hundred percent. That is... My mantra through and through. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely recharge that way. I feel like as I get older, I'm getting to that place where my recharging does come uh, from being alone. And it's just great. Like I love to just get in my bed, watch TV, not talk to anybody. And it's just fantastic. So yeah, I feel that. I think a lot of that comes from like when I was a kid, you know, obviously you guys are all older than me. You were married out of the house. Like there was not a lot of loud things going on. It was like super quiet. And I was like, ah, yes, this is where I feel at peace. Yeah. And so that gives me the ability to like take a step back and be like, okay, I need to ground myself and then I can move forward. Yeah. I love that. Number five, working diligently without concerns for rewards is the same behavior that will bring rewards. So to kind of dive in, when you do things without the mental, when you do things without saying like, okay, I'm doing this because I want to gain something mm-hmm. or I'm just doing this out of the good of my heart, Yeah, that, that is when you're true rewards will show themselves to you um at you know earlier this year I got a promotion to be you know our operations training specialist at work um and I didn't ever expect that that would come I didn't know that that position was open etc um but at one point in time I was helping a less a less seasoned processor at work not for, you know, the accolades or the rewards, but I genuinely saw her struggling and I wanted to help her. You know, I wanted to give her the tools that I use and say, hey, this helped me. And in doing that, I was able to receive a promotion that I didn't expect. Yeah. And so when you do things out of just the goodness of your heart without the regards for rewards, that's when you can truly see, okay, I'm doing this because I genuinely care. Yeah. No, and I think that that's powerful for sure. Number six, we get what we settle for, so don't settle for what you don't want. Hmm. We get what we settle for, so don't settle for what you don't want. Yeah. I think that that's definitely self-explanatory. I think think in this time that we're living in, you don't see that a lot. Like people are always constantly hustling and pushing and trying to like 
level up, like you said, and like thrive and, you know, just do the best that they can. So, but I do think that there's also a mentality of complacency where you can just kind of be like, well, this is how it's always been. This is where I've always lived. This is what I've always done. And you just kind of stay there. Um, So yeah, I love that one actually. Thanks. Um, Number seven, and this this may be something that you don't agree with because you are a very conversation person and mm-hmm. I'm a non-confrontational person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put silence is the loudest reply that you can give. Not in the sense of confrontation, but in the sense of, you know, if this doesn't warrant my response, I'm not going to insert myself in something that doesn't concern me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I try very hard to live like that, you know, unless it's like something that concerns me directly or, you know, my husband or my children. Like, I try really hard not to involve myself because I don't want to be a part of any type of drama or headache or anything like that. Um, But also, too, like, yeah, I think when it comes to, like, conflict, I will always take a few minutes to be silent first because I know what instantly comes out of my mouth is going to be so hurtful. And I'm always like conscious of that. Cause I'm just like, damn girl, like you think too quick, you speak too quick and that's where you get in trouble. Yeah. Um, so there's even times where I've had conversations with Daniel and I'm like, I cannot talk to you about this right now. Cause I'm about to like go off on you and it's not going to be nice. And I don't want to be like that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Silence is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, number eight. So I'm a very, very big firm believer on setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. And number eight, I put, you can survive the discomfort of setting a boundary. Yeah. Setting boundaries are not easy. They're not meant to be easy. Mm-hmm. The boundaries are in place to protect yourself from either other people, but also from yourself. Yeah. You know, if you have, you know, intrusive thoughts or obsessive thoughts about things that you're spending too much time on, setting a boundary will be able to differentiate and compartmentalize that situation for you yeah. and be able to open up a clear vision of what's really going on. Yeah, that's good. I know this year you focused a lot on that, so that's awesome. Yes. Um, Number nine, this is a rough one for me. A doozy? Yeah, it's a doozy (laughs) because it it deals with patience, which Mm. that's going to be my word of the year for 2023. Oh, is it? Nice. Yes. Um, It says the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you eat the fruit. Mm. Yeah, I struggle with this too. <laughs> oof. Big oof. Yeah. Yeah, this, that's a good one. This I feel is not only a life lesson just for me personally, but I feel like for my generation also. Yeah. Like we we live in the generation of Instagram and Facebook and you know, at one point in time MySpace and you get you crave that instant gratification. You want to see the likes, the comments, yeah. the replies, all of those things. And it's so hard when you don't get that. But you have to realize that, you know, if you want to, like, make a business like this podcast, Mm -hmm. 
we're not going to have a million subscribers off the bat. Yeah. You know, the day that we plant the seed is not the day that we eat the fruit. We are continuing to put the work in day in and day out, sit here, record this podcast, have these conversations. And if eventually it becomes something bigger, great. Yeah. But at at the end of the day, we're doing this because we genuinely care and and we want to have these conversations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is a hard one for me because patience is just not it for me. We don't um, know her. We don't know her. We don't like her. But um, no, I like patience. I just don't like waiting. I don't like being patient. Um, so yeah, this is that's a good one. Number 10. Don't forget about the people who uplift and support you, especially the ones with nothing to gain. Mm. Yeah, that's good. So th- this kind of ties into what we were talking about with seasonal friendships and things yeah. like that. You know, obviously, there will be times where friendships will run its course. But the people that are really cheering you on who have no financial gain, personal gain, anything like that, those are really the people that you have to hone in on. Yeah, those are the real ones for sure. And I think sometimes people like that, you can tend to not neglect because that's not the right word that I want to say but it's one of those like oh well I know they're good so like you know I don't want to bother them or you know oh they're always uplifting me like I don't want to put a burden on them to ask for help you know anything like that like you just you almost like downplay them in a sense but they're also so important to you you know so I think that there's definitely a fine line in between you know, them uplifting you and and you genuinely appreciating that and also downplaying the friendship too much where you're just like, it seems like you don't care either, you know? So definitely a fine line. So number 11, don't expect people to read your mind and guess how you feel. Mm. Yep. Oof. Oof. We we don't like her. Yeah, that's, that is, I feel like that's what I struggled the most with, with my husband, um, because I do have an expectation of him to know me better than anybody else does. Right. So for me, it's just kind of like, you should already know how I feel about this situation. You should already know how I feel about being put in this circumstance. You should already know about how I feel, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's, that's a hard one. That's a hard one for me. That I would say is, you know, not only with my husband, but definitely with like my friends, my family, like it's so hard for me to just put myself first and just be like, oh, yeah, this is exactly how I feel. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, it's totally fine. I can do it. I'll make it work. Whatever the case is. And it's rough. Yeah, that is a hard one. Um, Number 12. Don't overextend yourself to make everyone happy. Mm. Wow. Preach. Preach. Because that that is something that will run you to the ground quicker than anything else. Because um, you just, it's impossible. It's impossible to make everybody happy. It's impossible to be everything for everyone. So, like, you're working on a task that is literally impossible to obtain, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, wow, I've been feeling like that um, definitely for this last year. And the thing that I love about my birthday being in December is that it's like actually a full year. Mm -hmm. So I, I treat my birthday as 
like the beginning of the year, not like January 1, 2023. Yeah. Like I treat my my birth because it's one, it's 12 months yep. of just trying to figure out growth things, et cetera. And this was something that was really challenging for me the last few years is just overextending myself, saying yes, doing things for other people and really neglecting myself mm-hmm. and not taking care of me. And so, wow, I, I'm still working on it, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's it's one of the things that I wanted to include in this episode because I'm sure there's people that feel the exact same way that I do. Yeah, definitely. It's a good reminder. Uh, yeah, for sure. Number 13, lean into the things that make you feel loved, whether it's hugging a loved one, deep conversations, giving compliments, things that are going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. 14, boost your serotonin daily. So this is where you do things like listen to music, reading and writing, etc. Those kinds of hobby things that okay. you really focus on and hone in. Like this year, I really, I had set a goal for myself at the beginning of the year that I was going to read 22 books. Mm-hmm. And I did not, which was very sad. I'm shocked. I feel like you read so much. Honestly, I have just been recently, like I typically read at night, Mm -hmm. like when when I'm in bed. um, But I've been so like mentally drained and Mm -hmm. exhausted that I can't even fathom trying to read a book. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I want to get back to it in 2023. You know, I just decided that I was like, all right, I'm going to show myself some grace Mm -hmm. and... It's okay if I didn't accomplish it this year. Um, Maybe next year. Yeah. Put it back on the list. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She's going back on the list (laughs) along with losing weight, eating healthy, blah, blah, blah. Same, same, same. Number 15, you shouldn't have to beg to be loved correctly. This is so true. This is so true. A hundred percent. I think those who care about you and love you will love you how you deserve to be loved. And I that doesn't mean that people won't make mistakes and people will, you know, upset you or hurt you. But those who truly know how to love you will, you know, and I think that that's, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good I, reminder to have. Yeah, and I think not only in, you know, relationships, but in friendships and familial relationships mm-hmm. and things like that, you know, you have to show people this is how I want to be valued this is how I see my worth and you know if you can't meet me there then you know that's a that's just a boundary I'm gonna have to set yeah for sure 16 treat emotions like visitors they're just passing through oh yeah that is a good one they're just passing through just because something happens to you and you don't have to stay there yeah you know you can deal with it. You can, you know, envelop yourself, but don't let it consume you. Yeah. That's how I feel this week, too. Like, it's been a hard week, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to allow myself to process what I'm feeling, be upset, be frustrated, feel whatever you want to feel, and then we got to move on, you know? But I definitely think it's important, too, to allow yourself to feel those things. Because if not, then you're just like piling on all this like dead weight of like, man, I I don't even have time to be sad. 
you know, I don't even have time to be frustrated. I don't even like that's not good either. So process it and then get through it, you know, and just move on. 17, fall in love with the process of becoming you. This is the best thing that you can do for yourself because you change. Yeah. You're not the same person that you were, you know, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Not the same person that I was when I was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, I was annoying (laughs) and a child, you know. But I think that you fall in love with figuring figuring yourself out. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, a beauty in that. Yeah, for sure. It's a good one. 18, living in fear will keep you stagnant. Yes, scared money don't make no money. That's what dad says. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my, it's my, true. My, my friend Tony would say that when we're playing Monopoly and he would try to get me to like sell my properties to him. He's like, scare money, don't make money, girl. That's right. (laughs) And that's true, though. Like fear will keep you in a place that you're not meant to be in. You know, we're meant to grow and be better and evolve. And fear will keep you there for sure. What's the worst thing you could do? Fail. Okay. Get back up again. Yeah. What's the worst thing they could say? No. Okay. At least you tried. Yeah, exactly. And maybe they'll consider you another time. Mm -hmm. For sure. 19. Check in and see if your friends have the emotional capacity to handle it before you unpack on them. Yes. 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 Also, like, yeah, I think checking in with them first is good on both ends because it gives you a space to feel like, okay, I I do have a safe space that I can talk to this person about. And it doesn't like for me, my biggest thing is like, I don't want to burden anybody with my feelings and my drama and all of that stuff. And I have a friend who's always like, I'm always here for you. And I'm like, I know you are, but I also know everything that you have going on too. And it's like, I almost to a fault will not reach out to that person because I'm like, I don't want to burden her. Like, I know what she has on her plate. I know she's busy. I know she has like her life. And it's like, but then she feels like I don't care enough to like reach out to her, you know? So definitely asking for yourself and giving yourself an opportunity to share how you're feeling and then asking for that person too. Um, Because you don't want to be that person that is just like throwing a bunch of stuff on them And then it's like, all right, well, what am I supposed to do with this now? You know, so it puts your friend in a really hard position. Yeah. And then you definitely don't want it to become like a tit for tat thing where you feel like you're taking on the brunt of all the responsibility. And, you know, they're dropping their load on you multiple times. And you're just like, well, you know, I said I would always be here for you. And I am. But even taking a step and saying like, hey, this is just a lot for me right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need, you know, a few minutes or an hour or whatever it is to get back to you. Yeah. And then once I'm able to finally process what's going on, mm-hmm. be there for you in the way that I can. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Number 20. Oof. A lesson will be repeated until it is learned. Yeah, I hate that. To be honest. Yeah, yeah I don't really like it either. <laughs> I feel like I, I do that a lot to myself sometimes. But yeah, it is a good reminder. 
you're not going to get past it until you actually get past it. <laughs> no, and it and it's going it, to you know, it's going to continue continue and continue to happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't really take it apart and examine the situation for what it is and realize, okay, what are the underlying roots here? Yeah. It's going to continue to become a lesson for you and you're going to look down the line like, oh, well, in my last three friendships or my last three relationships ended because of xyz so Mm -hmm. maybe there's a common denominator here yeah you got to take inventory yes number 21 you do not wake up and just become a butterfly growth is a process yeah yeah i feel like that is it's self-explanatory but some people don't realize that a caterpillar has to stay in its cocoon for a certain amount of time before it can become a butterfly. Mm-hmm. And yep. in that cocoon, they're, you know, figuring it out. Yeah. I don't like that one much either because I like to, like, learn things and get it done and, like, just be done with it, you know, and just know exactly what I'm doing and go from there. But, yeah, process is, oof, hard. <laughs> This is a this is a tough one too. Make peace with your past so it won't screw up your present. Yeah. This is about leaning in and doing the work. You have to. You have to address the issues in the past because it will bleed over. It's inevitable. Yeah. You know, you once once you're triggered by situations and things like that, it's going to continuously put you in a place where you're like oh my god what Mm -hmm. is happening you know yeah and you're gonna be like well I feel like I'm back in 2013 or I feel like I'm back in 2015 and the same thing is happening yeah I feel like that was vital for me um years ago when I was getting into a new relationship with Daniel and I think letting go of my past and what my past experiences were and my past partner and all of that stuff and it was just like really stepping in like leaving that behind learning from it because I definitely did learn from it and taking the learning that I got from it into the new relationship but leaving behind the baggage so I think it's you know you definitely you definitely have to leave it in the past but you have to take with you the lessons that you learned from it to apply it to the future so yeah, that's that's definitely the work has to be done for that. Number 23. No one is in charge of your happiness except you. Yep. You yep. hold all the cards. You give the key players in your life the weight that they hold. Mm. You you let them affect you. You you are in control. Yeah. Obviously, yep. extenuating circumstances, things that are not in our control, things that we can't you know, have a grasp on other people, their reactions, etc. Yeah. But you are the playmaker. You're the key person in really figuring out your life. Yep. 100%. Number 24. Don't force anything. Mm-hmm. What will that, be will be. That That's everything. Yeah. That's friendships. That's work. That's relationships. That's anything Mm -hmm. don't don't force it let it come naturally because if if you continue to push and push and push you know that allows space for resentment that allows space for negative emotions and nobody wants that yeah I love the like when people say like 
open doors, you know, and an open door means you didn't have to break the door down. You didn't have to shove the door. You didn't have to, you know, jimmy the lock open. Like an open door is an open door. And that's opportunity that you can walk through um, without forcing it. So those things are important to look at where it's like, okay, an open door means that, you know, things are falling into place for you in that situation without you having to take things into your own hands and making it happen. Like there's definitely two different things. And there's definitely, you know, a difference in forcing something to happen and being proactive for it to happen. So not to be um, mistaken one for the other. Yeah. And there are people, they're like, oh, you know, like when God shuts one door, he opens a window and it's like, listen, you may be reading into the situation and that window doesn't need to be opened. Yeah. And like literally not going to try to squeeze my chunky self through no window. God is going to open a door for me and he's going to open a door, you know? Yeah. 25. Admit when you make mistakes. Ew. 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 Literally disgusting. (laughs) No, thank you. Uh, 27. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) What a life lesson. It's like the worst. Admitting mistakes are so gross. They are. The other day we were having dinner, Daniel and I, and we we were both going back and forth on if something was said specifically about like when we were taking his parents to the airport, right? He he said that we said one thing. I said that we said one thing. We literally spent like, I'm not exaggerating, a half an hour probably going through the footage on our ring camera to see who was right. And oh then it got God. to a point. Yeah, we're so disgusting. And then we got to a point where I was like, why are we doing this? Like, I can't find it. You can't find it. Like, what is the point of this? Like, what are we doing just so that one of us can be right? Like, no. It's what do so we have annoying. to prove? Exactly. Like, what do what do we have I to prove? I already know I was right. So it's like, why am I <laughs> sitting here going through this footage? Like, no, I'm done. Oh, we love a humble queen. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Come on. But yeah, uh, that's a hard one. No, thank you. No. It's for me, it's specifically hard in like the workplace. And I'm just like, I will find you the right answer. And no matter what I do, because I don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, mistakes are disgusting. I don't want that on my name. Yeah. The only thing I say, like, thank you. Mine is more for life. Like, I don't want to make mistakes in life. For work, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not a robot. Mistakes will happen. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm a human being. I could never. I have literally said that phrase before to my boss. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy that I did that. So sorry. Not a robot. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. It was Patricia that made that mistake. I wish we had a Patricia, honestly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just, for the workplace, I'm like, nah. But for life, I'm like, oh, no, girl. She is not trying to make a mistake. That that's what it's all about. No, thank you. Oh my god. I'll pass. 26. Okay. You need to learn how to select your thoughts the same way you select your clothes. Carefully. Intentionally. And, and annoyingly. <laughs> meticulously. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Except for like, you know, obviously when you're like working from home and look like a slob kebab. But like when you're going out. 
<laughs> I think you missed the key portion. <laughs> okay, say it again. <laughs> select your thoughts uh-huh. as as you would select your clothes. Oh, so when I'm a slob kebab, my thoughts are sloppy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you joking? Wow, that's like a daily, honestly. <laughs> okay i get what you're saying i get what you're saying but i am dead i need to work on that (laughs) not the slob kebab literally slob kebab today i was going (laughs) i was going to pick up jackson and (laughs) it's so freaking cold in my house (laughs) i had my ugg slippers on a pair of sweatpants a shirt like literally what i'm wearing right now and a jacket and i opened my garage (laughs) and uh, people that we know from church just moved into our neighborhood and they were like walking their dog like right at the same time and I was like oh hey guys and I was like this is my work from home attire because I literally look like a psychotic mess and it was hilarious that is disgusting I know <laughs> oh my god could you imagine if our mother saw you dressed like that so embarrassing um yeah no it was just not cute no 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 okay so get dressed up at home sure oh my god (laughs) stop it number 27 never forget to breathe take a beat yeah go seclude yourself in a room some I remember, like, uh, when was it? In the summer of like last year, my therapist like introduced these like breathing exercises. Yeah, we did them on the podcast when you were on. Yeah, the first and time. I was like, I was like, yeah, these are like so great. And then now, like my my Apple Watch tells me to breathe. I'm like, shut up! <laughs> and I just slam my screen. I'm like, stop telling me to breathe. I don't need to. Wow! Wow! I am invincible. <laughs> you need to do like a refresher, <laughs> bro. I need to go to yoga. Like, you need to I go need listen some... to that episode that we did together. <laughs> Honestly, on mental health. But like, I've been finding myself like, especially like life is just so like go 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 go, yeah. and I n- have not had time to breathe. Yeah, and like sometimes I'm just like I really just want to shut my brain off and not breathe like see ya bye well i mean no not that but yeah like (laughs) catch me on my tombstone right here bye oh my gosh stop (laughs) honestly i just like what if i just disappeared for 24 hours no i literally would find you and then kill you you have my location you oh yeah hi Hi, i'm here (laughs) like i know exactly where she is but i'm not gonna tell anybody (laughs) you're right all right last but certainly not least okay number 28 Tell your people that you love them often. Yeah. It's very interesting that this we're recording this episode um, today because we had um, I had found I'm talking about this like he's my friend um, Twitch from mm-hmm. So You Think You Can Dance, you know, committed suicide yeah. um, in his hotel room in L.A. And everybody's posting like he was such a bright light. He was yeah. this. He was that. And it's like. If somebody would have checked on him, if somebody would have just told him, hey, I love you, I'm here for you, whatever you need, maybe things would have been different. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, we don't know, you know, obviously what people are going through, Mm -hmm. but sometimes telling 
the people that you love, that you love them, can really make or break their entire day. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And it like we spoke about this a few episodes ago, too, about like saying I love you. And uh, a friend of mine that was listening, she texted me and she's like, love you. And I was like, oh, love you, too. And then she started like referencing things from the podcast. And I was like, oh, are you listening to the podcast right now? She was like, yeah. She was like, you know, I just got to the part where you guys talked about that. But no, it's true. And I think I think we're seeing that a lot. I feel like every time I feel like so often recently people have just been in the news, like just suicide rates and all of that stuff. And it's just it's really scary because you don't know. Like if you look at his social media, which social media is bullcrap. Um, but if you look at his, like he just had an anniversary with his wife, he just posted a dancing video. He looks so happy, you know? And it's just like, that's not real, you know, like social media is not real. So if you're going based off what you're seeing on people's social media, like you're missing it, you're missing it completely. Um, and so that is definitely, definitely top of mind for, all of us right now, I think coming out of a two year long pandemic where people were isolated and sick and not well and just kind of struggling, to be honest, like I think it's it's now more than ever like our job to just love on one another, you know, your people, your friends, your family. Um, and I think it's so important. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, like you said, like social media really is bullcrap, like it is all a highlight reel and it truly does not preface what anybody is going through in you know behind closed doors in their private life etc and you know being an influencer and being in the public eye is so hard Mm -hmm. because we forget that these are people also yeah like that's I feel like that is something you know that is so difficult for people to to think about and it's like oh like you know they're just content creators they don't do anything mm-hmm. like they're just home all day and it's like yeah but they're exposing themselves yeah online in you know allowing them to get ripped to shreds allowing them to deal with all this negativity and etc mm-hmm. and yes they have a choice to do those things um but at the end of the day they're people also yeah yeah and i think it's important to on the other side of that too, like show people grace, you know, don't be so quick to just like comment or be rude or even like the people that we're close to and that are in our lives. Like don't be so hard on people because you don't know what they're going through and saying something may be triggering for them, you know, and coming to them a certain way may be triggering for them. So, you know, it's just a matter of like just loving people, loving people that you claim are your people and your family and just loving them well, how you would want to be loved too. Like at the end of the day, I want people to treat me with love and care and concern and all of those things. And it's like, then I need to treat my people that way too. Absolutely. Um, So to wrap this up, I'm excited for this 28th year around the sun. I think that it is going to be, you know, again, always super introspective, learning more about myself, learning more about who I am as a daughter, as a friend, sister, wife, mm-hmm. all the many hats that I wear. Wife. Not a sister wife, just a sister and a wife. Just Correct. to be clear. <laughs> this, this is not TLC. We are not the Brown family. Like, Just to be clear. No. Yeah. Um, 
But just to continue to figure out who I am as I approach 30, gag. Um, <laughs> and that's it. Continue to live my best life. I love it. I love that for you. And I am so excited to have this episode coming out on your birthday. So guys, make sure you show Lauren some love. Send her a message, a text if you have her number, a DM on Asshole by Moms or on her personal page. And um, let's just continue to celebrate one another. Let's continue to gear up for the holidays because they are literally right around the corner. And we will be back with another episode on the 30th. So don't forget to like, comment, and share this episode and the podcast page and the Instagram page and all the pages. Um, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify. I'm sure there's other podcast platforms out there that we're on. I don't know. But you can find us, leave us a comment, um, share us, and yeah, just be, be ready for more episodes. And if you guys want to do me a real solid and get me a birthday gift, you can donate to the American Cancer Society and I would greatly appreciate it. Yes, I love that. See you guys soon. All right. Bye. Bye.